the gong guy in the trailer sounded way better. everyone, welcome back to another Andor-tastic episode of Empire Radio. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And we are back! It's been a long time, Drew. I know. A couple hours since we recorded last episode, so we're mm-hmm. back. Season 1, episode 2, called episode 2. <laughs> yep. Yep. What did you do in the last... Two hours, Jeremy. Uh, well, I edited the audio. Huh? Uh, watched this episode twice. Had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Ooh. But sometimes I don't know. My computer for my other my other computer I use for editing, like the performance mode wouldn't work. Turn on. So like it was like going slow to like render out the audio. I don't know. So you're gonna have a fun time editing the video. The editing's fine, but it's like trying to render, like... I'll render. Export or whatever you want to call it. It was going to go super long. I didn't have time, so I had to, like... I couldn't do that, so... But well, hopefully my computer's not broke. Because it looked fine last week when I edited, but... It would just take an extra few minutes to export, but that's yeah. fine. But anyway, you're not here to talk about my technical difficulties... <laughs> Uh, so, Drew, last episode you gave it about a 7.5, you're a little, a little slow, what do you think about this episode, what are your overall thoughts of episode 2? Uh, I liked it a little bit more, a good 8, I don't know, it was fun, it was fine, there was, I like how the, where the story's going, like, I think it, it has some good potential, I think there are some parts I'm like, what, didn't really make sense, like, they watched their friend die, and then they freaked out when she died. When they could have shot the dude a million times with the spit guns before that. I th- well, I think they were all looking at her, and Cassian was the only one that saw that guy get up, and now he has to live with that shame for the rest of his life. Oh, I just assumed they're all watching it from a big point of view, and they didn't realize that dude. Like they just were like, I don't know, they looked lost. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. It kind of. Like, dude, just shoot the dude. Like, what are y'all doing? I don't know. And but. even if they did sh- shoot right away. It takes like four million shots. Spit. Yeah. <laughs> so Friggin', they all had to reload like twice to get the dude down. The guy had literally like 35 things in his back. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Besides that, I thought it was a fun episode. Like, like, like people are saying, like, uh, it's definitely... Not a good show, so so you guys right. know. I know we got a lot of younger listen listeners and viewers, and so y'all know you might want to make sure you can watch this before you start. There is some suggested things going on, <laughs> to say the least. Right, right. So yeah, I I uh, I still think it's a, it's, it's slow moving, but it's like it's pick, picking up. Um, yeah, and like it is slow, but I think what what is going, I think is really good. Like, right. So it's very it was making you stay in the zone. I think so. I don't know. I like it. I think we're getting it's we're kind of like you said, like where it's, you like where it's going. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of weird though because like it's very small. Like they're like the where it's going is a very small story. It's he's being hunted down because he killed those two guys. So it's like, it's trying to fit that into the idea of, you know, he's going to join the rebellion, a more organized 
thing. And so that's going to pretty happen in episode three. He's going to get recruited for that. Looks mm-hmm. like, but I don't know. It's going to these this plot line that we've been given. And then what we know is going to happen. There's that disconnect. And so I'm like, how is it, how are these going to overlap? How are they work going to work together? So yeah. it's definitely going to be a, Hopefully it's done. It's written very well. I'm I'm hoping that that's how it is. I hope it's not like, oh yeah, they just he left with this guy next episode and then the murder investigation is done and blah blah blah. Like no, I think it's one of those things where he honestly might have to end up joining this dude and end up being part of the rebellion because what he did kind of pushed him into hiding, and this guy can take him off world better than where he's about to go. Right. So And so with that it seems like at first you might not want to join the rebellion, but they're able to protect him, so he's kind of forced to and then throughout the show he's gonna develop a love for the rebellion. It seems like it's going that way. I'm not sure, but I just thought it was I think it's a very interesting concept and this dude is that girl's boyfriend's a rat, bro. A hey, snake, he's a little snake. Hey, he thinks some or... other guy. He thinks some other guy is taking his girl. And you know what? You, you do be. the same thing. You do the he same should. thing. Well, I wouldn't. If uh, you if you saw Stephanie out I having coffee know. with some other guy, and then you saw on your phone orders oh, alert for a guy who's being hunted, you're gonna turn that guy in. I would probably beat up the guy first. Uh, Empire Radio does not endorse <laughs> violence. I'm of just any saying. Kind. I think he best. I think you should confront Andor instead of just rat on him like a little snake, Re- not realizing he's also ratting on his girl. Right, he doesn't know that. You're right. He so he yeah. thinks this whole time he's been she's been sneaking around like, oh yeah, I gotta leave to go get parts. So now he's probably Meanwhile. thinking it's, it's always about leaving the goal with with Cassian. So. It is kind of shit, but we'll get into that later. But so we might as well just uh, jump in scene by scene like we always do. So right off the bat, it starts off with the tribe of kids on the move, going through the jungle, trying to find this uh, down ship, and they come up to a big, huge opening where there was a mining area, which accident, which we we saw the mining thing in the trailer. Mm-hmm. That was like one of the main images we would get. And so you could tell that it was not in use. And at the very end, you see like a big machine that's like rusted and broken down and out of commission. So, like, okay, this place has been abandoned for quite a while. Um, and, and I think like my prediction in the last episode and the breakdown of the trailer, it seems like he... They're in hiding all these younger kids because they weren't working the mine, but everyone on that planet died. So, like, his parents were technically killed by the Empire, and so he's been fighting the uh, Empire. See, I, I don't know. I have to go back. I've watched this twice, but I got to go back again because they said, yeah, there was a mining accident, mm-hmm. but I don't think the mining accident was during Imperial rule. It said that. No, I said it was labeled by the Empire as a toxic site, and, th- and that there was a. It said by there was a mining accident. It was a mining a M- imperial mining facility that blew up. I don't think they said that. I think they said there was a there was I, a mining accident, and then, help me out. and then the Empire labeled it as toxic because this is it would be too early for it to be the Empire. What is it? Because if he's a kid, like a little kid, like this is, well, we'll get into this later, but the the people from the ship that had the masks on, mm-hmm. that they had separatist symbols on it. Yeah, that's true, huh? So, like, this oh, is. Oh, yeah, maybe it was just. So, I think it was just an abandoned. It makes sense that he's been fighting the Empire since he was six. They dropped like, the ball well, on that. Well, what we said, what what you said last episode was that this is when his parents died when he was six and he's been on his own since six well so but yeah maybe they just he's been on his own because his parents died in the mining accident that's what i'm assuming so like i think there was the site was 
just a regular mining site, and then for whatever reason, it was like a toxic something. Yeah, they killed everybody, and then when the empire. It's interesting that why they're green, those guys. Well, I think they were poisoned or something, and then that's just what happened to their skin because they had the masks on, like they were like suffocating from gas, a gas thing. That's what yeah. I interpreted it as, but yeah, like uh-huh. so. Then when the empire came to is going to every planet, they come to this planet and realize that it's a toxic wasteland basically, and like, oh, this planet's worthless to us, and they they just labeled it as mm. a toxic planet. Yeah, because they didn't have empire logos; they had separatist logos on there. Right, and so then that's probably why no one has ever heard of this planet because like. His buddy that's trying to get him transported off the planet. Mm-hmm. Him and the, the other coworker guy was like, "No one's ever heard of this planet." Blah blah blah. Like that's probably why because the empire mm-hmm. just kind of like says it's people are prohibited from going there because it's toxic. So yeah. So that's the first flashback from the episode, and so this mining facility this looks old and run down and hasn't been touched in a very long time. So. Um, and then we get next scene is this the the drum gong guy from the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, the best part of that trailer was the loud echo, like musical, like chime type thing. Yep. And he hits this, and it's just like, oh, you just banged on a soda can with your hammer, like yeah, it was a very, it was very that? tinny. Anticlimactic. Yeah, situation. so they should have just kept that edit in there with like the extra ring. But yeah, this was at night, like when like the day is done, work hours are done. Mm-hmm. Um, him kind of like telling everyone go home. So it'll be interesting to go back to that first episode, like when Cassian's waiting for his buddy to like start work, mm-hmm. to hear if there's in the background the gong going gong. off. Yeah, that'd be cool if they did that. But uh, yeah, so everyone's getting off work um, and closing up shop, blah, blah, blah. And it goes to Bix at her workplace uh, where we saw last episode. And she just goes on the computer, reading something. And then when her boyfriend thing, whatever that you want to label that is, he comes in and she turns it off, the screen off right away. Um but then he goes on to the computer after she leaves because like they're like he's like hey you want to go on a date tonight and she's like oh we don't we said we only do this once a week well let's start the week this week or tonight <laughs> um, and she's like well we can just do that tomorrow so then she leaves and he goes on to the computer and then it's a message that was sent out by uh, the security headquarters from Marlani was it was it called Morlana one um, and just saying. Uh, Canary uh, male on Furrick is wanted by us. Contact us with any information. Blah blah blah. And so he he lit up like I know who mm-hmm. one is. And then did you like how they put that on the screen? Like it popped up. Yeah, it was sick. I thought it was pretty good. It's kind of like they did that kind of with uh, in um, what's that show, Miss Marvel, like when like people were like texting. oh I never watched that show people, when people were texting it would go up on the screen kind mm. like that yeah um, I think it's I think it's better than like showing like a version of the screen and assuming people read it fast enough you know or, and it was not even it was in whatever that language is Arabish Arabish what yeah. it's called. So, yep, so there's that message, and Tim basically, it clicks in his head that it's probably Cassian. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, after this, it goes to, like, this house of this old lady that I'm guessing is the one who owns the droid B2. Mm-hmm. And so, I we don't know exactly who she is. Like, her name is Marva. But, like, who is she? She knows exactly everything. Right. And so she, Cassian has his own bedroom at her place. 
so and then he has that ship in like the junkyard. So I guess the ship in the junkyard is kind of like where he hides stuff, maybe, mm-hmm. and goes like to like when he's not out. When he's it's like his sleeping. hideout, kind of like a hideout when he's doing illegal things or something. But like his friends go there because from the last episode, three friends go looking for him at well, that. Well, I didn't say it was there. It could have been just at that girl's house too. Oh, maybe I guess it didn't say. And and okay, so then, oh, then last episode, oh no, because that guy was made that mom joke, right? Yeah, so maybe he was talking oh. about her. Okay. So was it your, because it your seemed like mom the droid the went up or something? Yeah. It seems okay. like the droid went there to tell Cassian that his friends were looking for him at his house. So my guess is like that's not his real mom, but right. someone that helped him get off the planet. And I'm gonna make a wild guess. It was probably someone that was inside that crash ship. Oh, right. you heard it here first, folks. There's a there prediction. it is. So I think it he goes into that ship because they all leave, and he goes in there by himself and he finds her, and then she helps him and his sister get off the planet. But somehow they lose his sister. And so everyone assumes that's his mom, but it's actually not his mom. So she's a separatist? Separatist scum? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's probably what happened. And and honestly, like, if you think about two, it would make sense because she doesn't want people to find out because she probably was supposed to go back and report it, but she didn't report it. She's dead, technically. That's probably true, too. So she's in hiding herself, and now that they know that they're looking for Cassian, she's in danger because that's where Cassian lives with her. Interesting. But she does, but it does say, she does mention that she told who Cassian was to her family. Yeah. So I wonder if, like, she had family on this planet. Yeah. And then she went here, this planet. I feel like we're not going to get a lot of her, though. I really like her, though. I think she's going to die ne- next episode. Dude, her acting and that, when they're yelling at each other. It was so good. That's like some of the best stuff in all stars right there. Like, Yeah, dude, she's a beast. Give her a show. <laughs> she's good, but she's dead next episode. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll t- whether I'll whether it's because she gets killed or because she's just so old, it's about time. Like Something... Yeah, she's not making it past this. Next. And I don't think the droid's making it past this next episode either. Yeah, okay. That thing should have died a long time ago. That thing <laughs> like... is barely alive. And, okay, so <laughs> when that guy was flying in, was he talking to K2SO? No. What? He was just talking to his ship? It was just a, navi- a navigation. Navigational? Because it says... I was like, for a second, I was like, <gasps> is that K2SO he's talking to? No, because I the the subtitles are weird. It's... What does it say? A Fondor droid mod. Yeah, but K2SO was a mod. But he's not a Fondor from the planet Fondor. He's an Imperial droid. I saw a mod and I was like, wait, is that K2? Okay, it it could have been one of the the mods from Tatooine. You don't know. What do you mean? True. (laughs) No, that ship was moving too fast to be a mod ship. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're arguing about what happened because she, she has B2 play that, or read, I should say, that message sent out about the, um, and I can't even remember the name, the Canari, Canari um, person that they're looking for. And so... They're in panic mode, blah, blah, blah. And so they're trying to figure out who could it be that he had told. And she, okay, an old lady, Marva, she takes shots at Cassie. And she's like, what is all these girls you're with? Like this girl, she mm. listed off like three, four names. And then B2 is like, what about Bix? <laughs> Leave Bix out of this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dang, Cassie and maybe, uh, well, no, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> um, uh, 
but yeah, so. Um, and, and we forgot to mention in the top of this episode, but we have not watched episode three yet. So right. these predictions that I'm making off the no cuff, yeah, I have, no, have idea. no idea. And so if I'm saying something, you're all like, you're stupid and don't turn it off. I just don't know yet. Okay. It's all predictions. So don't stop listening to this episode. Cause yep. And then, so while in this argument, when fix is mentioned, B2 also says that she tried to call Cassian, mm-hmm. but like something like his B2's comms failed. I think it was, he must be the phone of the house. I don't know. That boy needs and, to be charged or something. That boy and so he, uh, he says like the comms failed or something. So then he couldn't like take a message or whatever. Uh, so then he goes, uh, Cassian goes out to meet Bix at a bar so they're sitting at the bar. He kind of tells her what happened a little bit and that he needs to get off planet. And he's like, okay, I'll even sell you that that piece I'm trying to sell to you. I just need money to get off the planet because I'm just kind of screwed right now. Um, And so, but she's like, but the buyer is coming tomorrow morning. And yeah, it's, so it's, it's like, too late to change the time. Right. But so maybe I'm wrong. But is the buyer Luthen? Yes, one hundred percent. But you didn't understand that. No, I, I'm making, I'm making the conclusion now. <laughs> oh yes. So I'm 100%. guessing. So that's that's kind of weird because he's, Why? he's buying Imperial stuff because he's part of the Rebels. He's right, trying but, to. But the trailer seemed to make it sound like he's just starting. To, like he's now inspired to join like a rebellion but like he's this continual underground black market buyer Who, like lufin yeah like no i think he's part of them i think he's that's part of his persona so that he can get information about the empire so he does go do and buy empire related things but to is help that, them fight but them. is that the only thing that I don't know because she like, just contacts someone that she knows that would buy that, and but, he would but, buy that because he needs the information on the empire. Yeah, but she says that he goes there once a month to like buy stuff. Like, is it only like imperial technology? Probably somehow he casting got that, which doesn't make sense because I'm confused well, that, by that. That, more. that makes Cassian's getting that makes more sense than why Luthen is involved. But why? Because there's no Empire pre- presence on these planets. So he had to go very far out in order right. to see but that. My point empire. is, like, I don't understand why he's just getting random parts. Of I don't things. think it's random, dude. I think this is a, a big top secret thing. There's something with this. Like you said, it could be maps, like guidance systems for travel and only Empire. It's like, or maybe it's like a key. Like if they travel through these like um these highways or whatever like they won't get flagged because only empires are are like imperial people are supposed to be flying through these there I th- we don't know enough information on what this is but i don't think it's a scrap metal or anything like it's it looks like it's very important well that piece does yeah. like i said i just don't understand i think he goes around and tries to find on these planets, he has connections with these people, and he's going around trying to find more stuff to help them with their battle. And at this point, like I said, I think Andor's stuck, and he's about to get taken by these other people, and he ends up just going with this, the buyer because I don't think either of them can go back. Something's going to happen. Neither of them are allowed to go back to that planet. I don't know. I'm sure they'll tell us. Yeah, we'll find out next episode. But I just think, yeah, I think he's Andor's tie into the Rebel Alliance. Well, right. We know that from the trailer. But, like, I don't know. I just, from the trailer, I just felt like this Luthan guy was was never, like, like he's going to join the Rebellion efforts at the same time. Oh, no. 
Andor is. Like they're going to like he's already part of it. Join together, but because he's like I was. Because the trailer, he's going to say something like I was, like I turned my head for too long or something like that. Now I'm just realizing how bad it is, but I don't know. I'm sure we'll get answers. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Bix tells Cassian this, that the buyer's coming. And while they're having this conversation, the, the Tim, the boyfriend guy or whatever, he's in the distance watching, spying on Bix on what she's actually doing. So then he gets going, going crazy thinking that they're having a, that she's cheating on him with Cassian. So he goes over to some like Star Wars payphone thing in the rain and contacts the uh, I'm never gonna, more Morlana one security headquarters. And I, oh crap, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is it. And so then, um, it goes to the security headquarters while we're getting this report and they're looking up this person and they're like, Cassian Andrew, but he's from the planet Fest, like blah, blah, blah. And they think it's kind of fake, but then they get like an image of this person. Um, and the main guy, which we know, know his name is Karn, K-A-R-N. So now we have a name for that guy, Karn. He's there, the staring at this image hologram of Cassian, the younger Cassian, who has a record of, like, scuffles with the Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's probably why he's on this, in the system, because the Empire isn't really there. And while they're talk- looking at this, the lady from the brothel from episode the first episode comes in so she's going to confirm that this guy was at her brothel blah 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 so i guess she's not going to get shut down because she gave them information i don't know but that's how that checks out about how they are going to confirm who cassian is yeah and then uh Next scene, we're just going to say Bix went to Tim's place to have a little conversation. That's all we're going to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> and nope. then after that scene, it goes back to uh, the security headquarters. And we are introduced to Linus Mosk, who we saw from the trailer. And this guy is a cool, I don't know, I, I kind of like him. He's He's a very like... Like, we need more enforcement. We need more, like, we got to stick to their book and follow the rules and enforce laws and blah, blah, blah. And so he really connects with Karn's, like, yes, we have to get these guys because two of our men were killed. Like, it was kind of like a camaraderie of these guards and their higher, huh? I don't think, they're not they're evil. All, they're not. They're all... Why do you think they're bad? Because... Th- Dude, you don't understand that the whole point of this is, like, they're going to join the Empire? That doesn't make them bad. No, I mean... what Most people join the Empire thinking it's good, and then they realize it's bad. Okay, but... They're not bad right now. It seems like this guy is... I don't know. From that, it seems like they're both power... They're getting... Both of them are getting a little power hungry. And what's-his-name speech was so bad later on. Okay, that's... um, That's the point of that. But yeah, like they're doing what's best for their people, and it's when you be when you allow lawlessness, and yeah, but, things, people do whatever they want, then like your yeah. society is going to crumble. So, like, if we just enforce rules and policies, like people are going to stand in line better. And, like, and again, it's from the first episode, the, the head guy was like, the empire wants to look at our crime rates, mm-hmm. and if they are loose on enforcing laws, the crime rates are going to go up. And then the empire is going to come. So it's like, yeah, enforce rules and then the empire won't come. So it's like, yeah, I don't think it, they're bad. I think they're just normal people wanting what's best for their planet. But, but the same thing is like they're supporting like they're so mad about the killing. Like the other guy was like, they should not have. 
we should take this more seriously because two of our people were killed. But those people, the other guy was more right about that, was that they got into a fight drunk and they died because of it. Right, but they don't know exactly what happened. They just know that they're two Yeah, but the other guy does. Like, the the original guy knew that these people were, and remember, he also said that guy was not good. The other guy should have died a long time ago. Well, when they got killed, yeah. Yeah. But when bad people are killed, it's still a crime. And if someone off planet yeah. came to your planet and killed someone, like. I mean, I get it. But at the same time, at the same time, it's, it's, it's OK to murder bad people, apparently. <laughs> uh, in certain situations. Uh, nope. Empire Radio does not support the murder of any individuals and of any kind. <laughs> um I don't know. I'm on team. I am not on team. These guys I'm on, are crap. <laughs> I'm on team oh. uh, security headquarters. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure they'll turn bad eventually. But I don't think the... Not literally. I think they're going to turn bad in the next episode. I don't, I don't think the, the main guy is going to turn bad. I don't think Karn's going to turn bad. Oh. Maybe... That guy is more genuine than the other guy. I'm talking the new guy. Uh, I don't like the new guy at all. I don't know how you... The, the Linus guy, he's guy. more like gun ho but like of these two karn is like the most level-headed and like wants to like have yeah i i think justice at least he's about to bite off more than he can chew and he's gonna end up joining the empire and then he's gonna regret it and probably end up being a good guy at the end of the day potentially but he's i don't know i like karn i like the jeremiah jeremiah likes order you guys and order and yeah we're empire radio the empire is all about order like yeah but we're what we're, we're, we're not like we're not called let people do whatever they want radio like come on uh, all <laughs> anyway right. anyway i like the new guy even though uh, he's yes so- he's he's gonna he's gonna turn to the bet to the empire Karn is going to turn to the Rebellion. That's what's going to happen. I would be okay if the new guy dies in the next episode. I'll be happy. Oh, gosh. Uh, but, yes. So then, after this scene, something, there's, it's a weird scene. because It wasn't explained. But it goes to Marva sitting in her house. She's looking, sitting down, looking at the world. And then, like, pans down to her wrist. And she has, like, a bracelet on. So is that, like, a... It looks like she's like under like, house arrest. Yeah, is that like what that is? That's what I got out of it. And if you got out of it the same thing, I think we're both right then. Because I just don't know like what else that scene was for, other than the show that yeah. she has. And so it's like, That's is that why that he... she has that droid to like leave and do things for her? Maybe because she can't That's leave what... her house. But it's like I just didn't understand that scene at all. Like because. It had no context. Like, it was just thrown in there. Like, it should have been, like, a deleted scene or something. So, um. That's funny. But we, you and me both got the same thing from it. So, it's probably that. So, yep. So, that's this little thing, like, what is that scene about? We'll probably get more information eventually. Um. Next scene, Cassian goes back to his junk ship and gets that device, the uh, NS9 Star Path unit. And it's just this fancy little contraption. It's like probably like what, like a six inch cube size or eight inch cube size thing with some electrical work. Like, I don't know exactly, it has the Imperial symbol on it. Um, It almost looks like the front of. What's his name? Our Vader's like suit, a little bit. The lights and like the red. Maybe it is. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, it just had that feel to it. Yep. So he gets that, and then there's a flashback to. Um. Back to the kids finding the ship. Um, and there's a couple, so it's, they're on the ridge looking at it, 
while like the the main girl is kind of like telling him what to do. So she goes down there by herself, and then all the kids go around and make a perimeter. Um. Okay, I'm like something's gonna go down. I'm like, who are who's in this ship? Like, it's kind of like, cause then there's like it was like obviously it's pretty damaged, but then there's like yellow, there's like yellow like smoke coming out of it. So I thought like maybe that's like a the toxin that poisoned them, and that's why their skin is yellow. Yeah, maybe. Um. Yeah, and so then this is when we see Lucan again. Uh, or wait, this is the first time we see Lucan, right? Yeah, this is the first time we see Lucan. We were mm-hmm. talking too, too much earlier, but um, so he comes to his planet, lands, and it's like from his perspective, from what we see from his perspective, it's like a deserty planet, really rocky, kind of like Grand Canyon colors, rocky. Yeah. I'm like, okay, what planet is he on? Like, why are we introduced to him? We don't know anything about it, and it's like looks like there's kind of more mining. Stuff in the distance. I'm like, okay. All right, we finally see this guy. We don't know exactly what his story is. Um, and then it cuts to after Bix and Tim have her their conversation. Um, and she asks, do you have any calf on or available? Mm-hmm. So whenever you have a big conversation with someone, what can you drink, uh, Drew? Well, if you if you wake up in the morning and you need some caffeine, oh, you should probably drink some Wesley Andrews. Wesley Andrews coffee and tea. Do you think they have that on Furick? Well, I like to call it calf every once in a while, so I assume so. Oh, cool. Well, if you want to drink the Canon coffee in Star Wars, <laughs> listen to this ad from our sponsor, Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor of today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that whether you live in the Twin Cities or not, you can get their coffee beans delivered straight to your door by ordering them online. They even have a subscription service that ensures you never run out of amazing coffee. If you've been looking for some new coffee to try or a way to elevate your normal coffee routine, now's your chance. Head over to wesleyandrews.cc, use the code EMPIRERADIO, that's with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, to get 15% off your first purchase of any bags of coffee or a coffee subscription. I can't think of a better deal. Get 15% off some great coffee, support a small business, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. Do it. Do it. And so then they go about their day. She goes says she's gonna go run errands. Well, she was gonna make him open the cafe or the place. Oh yeah, the store. And she's like, I got some errands to run first. Yeah. So he but he was being a little shady. He didn't sleep, I guess, that night. He was staring at her. I don't know. I feel like it was the first time they had a conversation. No, nope. that's not, dude. Uh, for real, that's the, no. He he's he's uh worried. Like he is getting sus of her now. Uh, Bro, Jeremiah. I, I think cause that he was, was not their first time. I don't know. No, because he wasn't happy. He was like right. But earlier in the episode, when it's like, oh yeah, we'll have a date tomorrow night. She just gives him a kiss on the cheek. So well, I was like, oh, they're, they're not really... They're not out there, like, it's like a not a public thing. Because it sounded, right, but I felt like it was a very, like, they're just going very slow, casual, like, they're not oh, going all poor in. Jeremiah. And they've never had a conversation before, so... No, they have a conversation once a week. That's what that meant. <laughs> Possibly. I, I don't know. I, anyway, I, we'll was... get off this topic. Next scene... Well, no, um, it's important though to show that he's being shady, because even she was like worried of him. She was like, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't sleep well that night." Like she, he is sus of her, and when she says that, like, "Oh, can you go open the cafe? I have some errands to run." He was like, 
So I think in the next episode, he's going to be following her again. I think it's a very important thing. Okay. Jeremiah's just like, oh, I don't know no, anything. They've never conversated before. I, this I don't know anything about this stuff. So uh, it's my. That's... <laughs> well, I'm helping you out a little bit. That's not their first conversation. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, it goes back to the old lady's house, and B2 is not in his charging station. Mm-hmm. And she's like, goes into the bag, like, you better not have turned it, turned off your power back. You, you better not again. power power down back here again. Or I'm going to be furious, blah, blah, blah. Because I think when he powers down in a different spot, she has to, like, carry him. Probably, and she's walking with a cane and all yeah. that jazz. Um, But, yeah, so she goes into the back room where it looks like it's Cassian's bedroom. Because, mm-hmm. like, the sh- the blankets are, like, moved off, so it's like he got out of the bed. Um, So... And, and his... Blow dart was there. Yeah, but what did what did it show first? Did you see what else was shown? Yeah, his what? his toy. And what was his toy? His toy was a uh, what's it called? I mean, what's it called? It's your favorite thing. That's not my. It's not a tauntaun. The bantha. Bantha. From all the way from. Why do guys shove Tatooine down our throat every single? Because it's the nobody, best planet. Nobody cares about. And Tatooine. we don't know that Bantas are. Maybe, maybe it's off-world Banta. We don't know if they're on. What it didn't? Me. It didn't have red eyes or yeah. whatever. So whatever. It's not <laughs> off-world. We don't but, know if it's. There's probably more places than just that that has Banthas. I don't know. It's hard to say. But yes, she uh, looking through and finds his blow dart, which like she seemed like she's never seen it before. But I'm like, yeah, I don't. Or she was surprised it was out, or still out, just hanging out. Do you think it's loaded? Maybe, but I think it might be like she is. Her seeing it made it like oh. Like he's been thinking about his planet, maybe kind of thing. Like I don't know. I have more of the sense of like she's seen it, but she hasn't seen it in a while, and it was kind of like a shock for her to be able to see it. Right. But I was, I was thinking about, because I've been reading through uh, the Thrawn books mm-hmm. and how like. So I just finished the second Thrawn Ascendancy book. And so whenever there is cultural art type things, Thrawn is always obsessed and wants to study it. So it's like, what would Thrawn say about this blow dart? Because there's like feathers on it and other designs. Yeah, and he would like analyze I, that whole thing. I wonder what his uh, conclusions would be on the um, canary blow dart child you probably know right away it was from there. No the only there. person in the galaxy that's ever heard of <laughs> Canary, Canary yeah. was him. Um, and just looking at art. But speaking of art, Drew. Oh, yeah. We have a little commercial for a little art project. I know this is really close to our Wesley Andrews app, so I'm sorry for sure. two little commercials together, but we're almost done with this breakdown. Um. But yes, if you are new, we have a great opportunity for you if you are artistically inclined. So here's here's a little commercial from uh, Lucy. Hey everyone, Lucy here, and I'm pleased to tell you that some of my fellow Empire Radio listeners and I made a fantastic original Star Wars audio drama, all through sending voicemails to the pod. It's called the Voicemail Cinematic Universe. Here's the thing. We need your help. The Empire's goal is to get an illustration made by us listeners for every single voicemail. And we have quite a ways to go. So if you have any sort of artistic abilities, join the crew. Any type of media is welcome. Lego scenes, digital art, paintings. You could even make food art. If you answer this call to action, there's a link in the description that leads directly to a Google Doc. It tells you exactly how to submit your art. 
This whole BCU project will be 100% fan-made, and we can't wait to see everyone's work. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. Do, do it. it. All right, cool. Look, we need we need a ton more entries, like 60-some entries still. So if you're new and you look, can art do art stuff, paint, draw, whatever, check it out and just, 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 just look at it. You don't have to commit. Just, just look at the, the link in the description and see if anything grabs your eye that you would like to submit for art for this project. Yeah. It would be really cool making one long, big video. It's like, it'd be like an hour and a half long of voicemails. So, all right. Well, back to our your normally scheduled content. Um, and then it goes, the show goes back to the final flashback of the episode where the main girl leader is investigating the crash and she comes across the body of someone and there is the separatist logo on his uh, uniform. And so I want to say that this is like literally like Order 66 time, like in those few days on after because like once once the you know war ended it ended so yeah the separatists ceased to exist after the empire was in existence and so um i'm guessing i want to say that these people were killed by like part of palpatine's plan because i think because like we know that Anakin kills all the separatist leaders at on Musafar. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing, you know, there were plans for other leaders or powers that needed to be taken out right at the beginning. And so if they were gassed, I think that that's probably what happened is there was that yellow gas that we see went on and the ship just happened to crash because of it. So... That's my guess. I don't know. We'll, hopefully, we get more information. But I think that's really cool. It's that possible. They ma- I think it's really cool that they made it separatist. Like, makes it yeah, it was really cool. I, when I saw it, I was like, "Well, that's not Empire." Or I had to look it up. I I knew I recognized it, but I was like, "No, that's not the Republic symbol." I couldn't remember what it was like. Yeah, just had to quick look it up, and it was a separatist one. So that's really cool. I mm-hmm. hope we get more information about that. Um, and then well, like like we know from like the Mandalorian, like they're not gonna just give us a logo and it not mean something, right? Well, first I thought it was. So did I for a second. I, was I like, thought it was the Kamen Owen yeah uniform because it was the same color with like the light gray and white. Yep. I was like, like, oh, oh dang, Grogu, this is this is where Grogu. Lands. Oh gosh, that would, that would terrible. have been awful. That if they wanted to do it, that would have been how they would could do it. Cassian's the one that like. Gets Grogu and like stop, just stop. passes them off to Saw Gerrera and then oh my gosh, <laughs> Saw Gerrera hands it off to Kanan and Ezra because they meet up a little bit and then that went crazy, but mm-hmm. yeah. So she looks at the body and sees thinks that it's he's dead. Goes to the next body that's hanging out of the ship and so she kind of like pokes him and he falls out. Um. And while she's looking at the other body, the second body, you see from behind the other guy that she passed stand up. And so Cassian is watching him get up. I'm like, oh, is he going to like take a shot? And like he's going to like save the day. And then he's finally going to get respect from everybody because he kind of like is ignored by the olders and kind of mm-hmm. like seemed like slow because he was the last to get to the ship and all that jazz. Like, oh, Cassian's gonna save the day. And then that guy just shoots the girl in the back without even like, hey, get away from him or stop. That's so weird. Like that's what that's why they're separatists, you know. They're the, can't trust the separatists, right? Guess not. So you heard it here first. You heard it here first, folks. Jeremiah likes the Empire only. <laughs> and I like that guy uh, from the security yeah. headquarters. Yeah, that's a like, cool like, guy. You like the bad guys. Um, but other I couldn't believe that he just shot her so quickly, like without even yeah. asking. Like, 
You crashed on her planet. Like, what, what, she's not going to go look at your ship when it crashes? Like, I don't know. It seemed aggressive towards me. But that's why I also said, like, for me, I thought that they were able to see him the whole time. Like, they're just going to watch this guy stand up and captain a girl in the back? Like, what the heck is going on? Well, they, they might not even know what guns are. Like... It's possible, I guess. I don't know. Like, they might not even know. So... And plus they're kids. And so, like, a lot of them, even if they, they, there were guns when the the uh, mining thing was in production, like, they would have been, like, years babies. younger. Like, yeah. babies, little kids. And they wouldn't even know what guns were. So... Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But, like, still. You've never... You haven't seen any other humans except for your village. And then it randomly shows up and you're just going to, like, not be weary of this guy like i thought cassian was gonna like whistle or like scream and like yeah. the guy was gonna look yeah. something because the girl like she clicks like she does like a click thing to like tell them to surround the yeah thing um instead it was like this yep nice <laughs> nice uh soundboard you got just there. crickets um just nothing happened they just let this dude die so right when he shoots her then that's when everyone just starts blowing scream and they blow their darts and then he gets i don't think he got any of the kids i don't think he shot any of their kids no no he didn't we didn't see anyone get hurt they might have maybe no because they would have like grabbed them too because they all rushed down to see her well it is their leader so so i'm pretty sure he didn't shoot anyone else after that right but uh, at the same time it was like bro it took him 30 shots yeah i was like to the back you know i thought okay yeah you get him in like the back with like a thick thing like yeah i'm just maybe not gonna like go all the way through maybe that's what it was but i felt like someone like hit him in his neck and head and stuff mm-hmm. i think it, it just took that long to get to his blood screen you know what i mean like right, that's, not, that's probably more realistic yeah honestly that, like it's not it's not like most movies deer probably with that stuff is they're gonna run for a long time. Yeah, you gotta I, track it for miles before it actually goes down. So I bet you they just probably like it didn't get to his body yet. Yeah, that's one of my biggest things I hate in movies is like someone will get stabbed with a sword or knife and the and stomach they and they'll inst- die instantly. Instantly which die. Is I'm like, like unrealistic. Down. Like unless it's like in your heart or in an artery, like you're not gonna yeah. die instantly. I mean. People, you don't die instantly when it comes to getting stabbed in the stomach with a lightsaber. So yeah, like you can get cut in half and survive that. And this guy, mm-hmm. people get shanked with like a six-inch blade and they die instantly. Like, yeah, it's kind of weird, but but a flesh wound. Yes, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So they, all the kids, they pick up the leader, uh, leave, and Cassian stays back and like looks back into the ship or at the ship. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to investigate, like, what the ship is, because they don't know what it is. And so then we do see in the trailer him, like, climbing into a ship. So I'm guessing that's what we'll see next episode. Um, oh. And like I said, I think that's where he finds that girl, the mom or whatever. I think, is. okay, because you'd have to think that at least someone is has survived that's in there. Um, yeah, he, it wouldn't make sense. And like I said, too, it's like, she knew so much about his planet and was so worried about him right. telling people that it makes sense that she would also be one of, she'd be someone hiding from that planet as well. But it's not his mom because they don't even look alike or anything. So, Right. And so I hope yeah, it'd be cool if she's in there or maybe some other people in there. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be cool if we saw like a couple like B1 battle droids just for like security on the ship or something like that. I think that would be cool. Um, But who knows? Or maybe like, I don't know, maybe like a radio message or something that's being played, like the war is over or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. Um, But who knows? That'd be interesting. Yeah. So then let's see. Uh, yep. So then after this, um, it's the, where, uh, Cassian is trying to escape, goes to the guy to like get a ship to leave. And they're mm-hmm. like, he doesn't know anything about this planet. Like his, 
coworkers like doesn't believe it's even a thing, blah blah blah. And they're kind of negotiating prices. Um, but like he's like, yeah, this was a mining accident, and it was marked too toxic by the empire for anyone to touch. So um, that's why nobody's there or knows about it. And so they negotiate the seven hundred dollars for like an be ready in an hour to take me off world, blah, blah, blah. No questions asked. Mm-hmm. Um, and that guy's name was Zanwan or Zanwen. I don't know if he's going to show up anymore, but that was his name. Um, then after this, it goes back to the security group in transit. I really liked how they, like, first of all, that ship that they're in is cool looking ship. And then, like, they go in, but then, like, they circle around the ship while in hyperspace and, like, look into the window. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. Like, we've never seen, like, movement like that, like, around the ship. Usually, it's just, like, you see it going through and then you just jump yeah, inside. Yeah, it's an ugly ship, though. <sighs> it's ugly, but I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool looking. I don't know. Yeah, it's ugly, but it's, like, I guess I just like these guys. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I think you picked the wrong team, Jeremiah. Um, so then, so the group of 12 guys, the team of 12 is getting a pep talk from, um, Linus and then Linus is like, all right, it's time for the other guy to have the floor. And he tries to come up with a speech. I don't know. He had a line. Like what was the the first thing he said or something like the greatest risk of all is not taking a risk or something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think is is cool that that's the very rebellion attitude, like yeah, because people are too afraid to take a risk, and that's why they don't fight against the empire. But you have to take a risk to start a rebellion, and so like if you don't take a risk, the empire is just going to continue on. So I think that's pointing towards him joining the rebellion someday. Um, but then he's trying to inspire them, but like one of the guys is like grabs his eyes and rubs his eyes because he's bored. It was, yeah. it, was, it was like, oh gosh, get through this. It was a really bad speech. And then he's like, all right, I'm done. And then, and then the, oh gosh. Oh, it's so, so awkward. The Linus guy just starts to do a clap. Like, mm-hmm. oh my, oh gosh, this is so embarrassing. It's terrible. It so bad. And then like, is this like zoomed on, on one guy's slow clapping? Like, mm-hmm. bravo. It's, it was supposed to look bad. It was yeah. like, it was supposed to be a bad speech. And like, I think Linus, like, does, okay, first of all, the Karn, I, I guess, is the superior to Linus. And like, so like, Linus is like, yeah, like, good speech is very inspiring. Like, um, so I, I think he's trying to like have his boss be more confident. Yeah. Not, I don't think he was, it was just him like being a submissive person like because he's supposed no. to like i think no, he's it, trying to like encourage to like yeah like you're right like keep going like you'll get better at this type of thing like um even though it was still super awkward but they're on their way to uh Furic and to to hunt down casting because they all are coming up with the plan like yeah there's a six people go this way six people that way do a pincer move so they're Planning it out, um, and we're going to see that next episode, most likely. Um, and then the final scene is Lucan is on like an Airbus going to wherever he's trying to go. And he's talking to like, looks like a, seems like a local. He's like, yeah, this used to be, this land used to be a lot different years ago. I remember when I could, we could just drive to uh, like a site but now we have to airbus because like everything's changed so much and yeah everything's like destroyed um so that the old guy's name is willie and he says that he's in propulsion so he can like make additions and mods to ships or something with propulsion things Mm mm-hmm I don't know. I, I feel like that's going to come back at some point. I feel like... Yeah, that's what I was getting out of it. it. Like, that guy seemed like he was important enough that they told us his job. Yeah, so I don't know if it's going to be, like, this episode, or maybe it might be later on where we're like, okay, I, I know a guy on this planet. We have to go back and get him. 
he can help modify our ships or something for whatever mission they want to go on or something. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully we get to see him again. And so then uh, Lucan is there for like, he's not, doesn't want to say anything about why he's there, blah, blah, blah. And then kind of like goes, looks outside and it pans down and it's Cassian walking through the junkyard. And so that's how it ends. We're like, oh, dang, it's the same planet. I didn't even realize it was, until this point, I didn't realize that it was the oh, same yeah. planet. It wasn't, I didn't realize it was the I assumed buyer. the whole time I figured it out right away. I was like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, he's a buyer. Good job. I thought it was obvious. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But, but yeah. I don't know, overall, I thought it was a good episode. I, th- I mean, It makes me intrigued for next episode. So yeah, I, I think, think it worked. I think we're gonna get a lot of action next episode. So, yep, for sure. I hope. Yep. Uh, so that's about it. Yeah. I don't really have many more predictions. Kind of like it's very a three episode arc, kind of. So, yep, so we know how it's gonna kind of play out. So it's kind of simple ideas like yep, there's shootouts. People are gonna skate. Yep. Rebellion's gonna start. That's what it, it, it seems like. Yeah. So, anything else, Drew? Any more comments, ideas, thoughts, predictions? No, I'm ex- I'm honestly excited to just watch the next episode and, and break that one down. And, yeah. All right, cool. So, yeah. So, normally, I, I forgot to mention this last episode, but if you're new, normally we do voicemails every episode of fans. Mm-hmm. You can send in voicemails. Um but we just do that once a week, and so since there's three episodes that we're filming this week, uh, we'll be doing voicemails next episode. Yep, episode three, there's going to be voicemails. So. Yep, so look forward to that. Uh, anyone yep. can send in a voicemail. Um, and if you want a link to the to send a voicemail, go in our description right now. There's a, a links.co slash empire radio link. It has a, a landing. A, it is a landing page for all of our stuff. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Follow us on YouTube if you want to watch the video versions of this or also Twitch for live streams, um, mm-hmm. which we're doing right now. And then our fan email, a link to com, which is a podcast network we're part of. And also there is a link to send a voicemail. So you just click that link, record up to a minute long voicemail. You can ask us anything, comments. Um, and as long as it's family-friendly, more family friendly than this episode of Star Wars. Um, we'll definitely play that and interact. We love interacting with our fans. Also, there's a link to the Discord too, down there. Mm-hmm. Join the join the Discord um, if you want more dis- deep dive discussions with people about the episode. There's a channel that's just for Andor that people can talk about. Um, and yeah, that's about the it. Ch- the chat's wondering overall. Are we impressed by this show so far? I I think it's I still believe it's going to end up being the best Star Wars show we've gotten for live action. Uh, it is slow, like we said, it is slow right now, but it's it's setting up. And I think starting next episode, we're going to get a bunch of action, and we're going to be getting a lot of like more like intense like planning. But we're also I think it's still going to be more slow parts too, because we're going to be like Imperial Senate stuff where Mon Mothma yeah. is just talking about policy or something. Um, now I know. Yeah. I'm Next, impressed by it. I think it's yeah. Sense. I think it's and this is the first show that's not filmed in a volume, so it's gonna have that different True. feel where they can have more liberties to go slower with the things that are not constrained by oh you have to be in and out of the volume in a certain amount of time. Um, so they yep. that um, but I know season two is broken up into three episode arcs to do like each arc. Oh, is, they've already announced that. Yeah, so there's twelve episodes season two three episode arcs four three episode arcs and so that will bring us up to rogue one so like, i wonder even though this this season takes place over a span of a year if they're still going to do three episode arcs because mm. like like this it is, might be that might be why they put out three episodes right and it's so the first arc this oh. looks feels like a three episode arc that's gonna end next week and then and tonight for the third episode tonight. and then next week yeah. is gonna start another kind of arc 
Yeah. Where Which would make sense why I also think that majority of all the trailers we've already got. So we're not going to see... Like, we pretty much got a majority of all the trailers already. Which, with that too, I believe that these guys we're probably not going to see them after this next episode. I don't know. Because we'll unlike Jeremiah, I think they're already annoying. <laughs> you can hate Linus, but I don't think you should hate Karn. Karn is mm. a, he's a, he's a rebel at heart. I don't know. That's I just me. Know. We'll find out. But yeah. All right, cool. Go check out our socials. Go do all that stuff. And if you guys are watching this live right now, you can send in your voicemails of your overall thoughts before we record the next episode. So send in those voicemails right now if you guys want to. Yeah. Because we'll um, ask answer any questions for these first three episodes next starting next episode from fans. Yep. So. All right, cool. Alrighty. Anything else, Drew? Nope, that's it. All right, well, you've been listening to another Wizard episode of Empire Radio. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And may the Force be with you. Always. The Needlessly Nerdy Podcast Network, your source for all things nerdy. www.needlesslynerdy.com.